This is Julian Morrow with you on RN. And it was great recently when my ABC colleagues, Anne Connolly, Stephanie Zillman and Ali Russell, won the highest award in Australian journalism, the Gold Walkley for 2022. But I have to be honest with you, their Four Corners expose on the Public Guardian system in Queensland isn't my favourite piece of investigative journalism this year. Uh, nor was it the Washington Post's coverage of the January 6th insurrection, which took out the 2022 Pulitzer Prize for public service journalism. The British Journalism Awards for 2022 take place on the 15th of December. And if our next guest does not take out the Journalist of the Year Award, regardless of whether he's eligible, it will be an outrage. Marco Silva is a senior journalist for BBC News who reports on climate change and, crucially, mis- and disinformation. And he broke what, to me, is without doubt the best scoop of 2022. Because last month, Marco broke the story of the inventor of the electric toaster, or more precisely, a decade-long hoax about who invented the toaster, one which I'm not ashamed to admit I also fell for. And Marco Silva, or at least someone who claims to be him, joins us now. Marco, <laughs> welcome to Sunday Extra. Thank you very much. What a very kind introduction that was. <laughs> well, look, as I say, you're odds on, I reckon, to be Journalist of the Year for this scoop. Uh, let me ask you, when was Alan McMasters, as the inventor of the toaster, born? So the story starts in February 2012 when a university student here in the UK was at a lecture on engineering and the lecturer decided to tell his students Wikipedia was not to be trusted as a source. And to prove his point, he then decided to tell them uh, an anecdote. He said one of his friends had modified an article about the toaster so that his name was presented as the inventor of the toaster. His students at the lecture found this whole thing rather hilarious, and a group of them decided to take the prank one step further, and one turns to his friends and says, I'll be the one fixing the article. So he goes on Wikipedia to the article about the toaster, and it changes the article so that it says the friend who's sitting next to him was actually the inventor of the toaster. And the friend who was sitting next to him was indeed called Alan McMaster. So that moment in February 2012 is the moment when this whole legend, the Alan McMaster's legend, begins. And it's an extraordinary tale <laughs> from there on in, and one that you have dissected, Marco, very impressively. What more have you found out about Alan McMasters? Who is the real Alan McMasters? So I have to say, it might sound surprising to people when you talk about dissecting this story, but I have to say, it not only was one of the most fascinating stories that I've ever worked on, it has also been one of those where I've had to be extremely meticulous, extremely careful. And I'll tell you why. With a story about a hoax, when you're dealing with a prankster and in a story about the hoax, the last thing as a journalist that you want to do is to fall for another hoax, a hoax on the hoax. Yeah, <laughs> so right. yes, I did have to gather copious amounts of evidence and indeed track down the real Alan McMasters. So the real Alan McMasters is 30 years old, is a graduate in engineering, and throughout this whole saga, he's been in on the joke. It's important to say, he was never goading his friend and telling him, go ahead and do more and take this further. No, no, no. He told me, you know, on that day, I found that rather funny. I asked him as well, did you have any second thoughts? Were you feeling a bit guilty that you were vandalizing Wikipedia in that way? And he said to me, 
well, you know what? The page had already been vandalized anyway. There was already bad information there. So we were just changing the nature of the bad information. And so throughout the years, the real Alan McMasters was always in on the joke. He, he also told me that one day he, uh, his dad actually came to him and said, I've read this thing on the internet about uh, the inventor of the toaster. It's also called McMasters. Maybe uh, we're related to him. <laughs> and uh, he says, on that moment, I had to, to break it to him that it wasn't quite the case. So yeah, all this just comes to prove that indeed so many people all around the world did fall for this hoax. Well, it's good to hear that when Alan McMasters was on the spot with his actual father, that he fessed up and told the truth. And I must admit <laughs> that I fell for this hoax because my son was wanting to do a research project on a famous person. And for some reason, he wanted to do it on the inventor of the toaster. And I, too, went to the Alan McMasters Wikipedia page and fell for it hook, line and sinker. Although I've got to say, Marco, that I don't feel too bad about it because I did actually try to cross-check the information in a couple of places. And one of the things that's amazing about this hoax is just how widely the myth of Alan McMasters as the inventor of the toaster managed to be propagated. Is there a moment from your research that you think was like the turning point when the Alan McMasters hoax really started to gain momentum? The first one that I can think of comes in 2012. A British tabloid, the Daily Mirror, decides to do this piece about examples of British ingenuity, examples of British genius, inventions that put British genius on the map. And further down in the article, you have indeed the toaster invented by one Alan McMaster, supposedly a Scottish inventor from the late uh, 19th century. This was a bit of a turning point because as soon as Alex, the prankster, realized the article was out, he could use that news article to back up his story online. So the way Alex, the prankster, uh, described this to me, he comes across the Daily Mirror piece and he starts wondering, well, how much further can I take this? How long would it take for Wikipedia to take down this hoax? And that's when, in 2013, he decides to create a Wikipedia article entirely devoted to Alan McMasters. So from that moment, the moment he creates the article is when Alan McMasters gains a life of his own. That is the moment he, in a way, gains his persona online. <laughs> Wikipedia works on this principle of verifiability. The idea is that when you make statements on Wikipedia, people are able to verify the quality of the information that you're putting forward. And they do so by uh, looking at the references that you put. And uh, Alex, the prankster, used that Daily Mirror piece as a reference on the Alan McMaster's article to prove that indeed his story was real. So what was initially a lie suddenly gains this layer of respectability because it was reported on by the Daily Mirror. And that's when the, this whole thing starts to snowball because, of course, then the more media outlets and, and writers and bloggers start writing about Alan McMaster's, the more material they give Alex, the prankster, to then use as references to back up the story of Alan McMaster's. It's what academics like to call the circular reporting. It's a snowballing effect that indeed just makes the lie bigger and bigger and bigger. And fair play to the Daily Mirror. I think on reflection, the Alan McMaster story genuinely is a example of British ingenuity, which is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> made difference in the world but absolutely 
Marco Silva, BBC journalist, is our guest on Sunday Extra, telling us the extraordinary tale of Alan McMasters and the hoax of the inventor of the toaster. Marco, how far was the myth of Alan McMasters actually propagated? It got us in pretty impressive places, didn't it? Yes, it really did. And I have to say that was one of the most fun <laughs> elements of this story. I could find more than a dozen books in different languages that named Alan McMasters as the inventor of the toaster. The Bank of England, for example, back in 2018, decided to ask the British public who should appear on the next £50 note. And someone, not Alex, I'm told, nominated Alan McMasters as worth putting on the £50 note. And so Alan McMasters appeared in the initial long list with 988 other eligible contenders. I spoke to the Bank of England. They said that initially his name was validated, but after additional checks were made, it was eventually dropped. So they also realised that his story didn't quite uh, check out. They didn't want to comment on my story, but they did confirm that. Well, that is very encouraging, at least. That at least suggests that there's not going to be any hoaxes making currency anytime soon. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a couple of other worthy examples. He became a bit of a folk hero of sorts in Scotland. A Scottish primary school devoted an entire day to Alan McMasters. And I've seen the pictures. They asked the kids to write diary entries about Alan McMasters. They asked the kids to do crafts inspired by Alan McMasters to make model toasters using cardboard. But uh, yeah, there you go. Anyone really could have fallen for this hoax. Indeed. Although I think at this point, we really must give credit where credit is due. Because although you have really done a thorough and comprehensive job tracking down this story, there is another quiet, uh, almost anonymous hero of this uh, unveiling of the hoax. Could you tell us uh, who Adam is, please? <laughs> yes, Adam. It's quite interesting because among all the people who fell for this hoax, you know, all around the world, it was a 15-year-old IT and photography student uh, from Kent here in England who eventually brought the whole thing down. It's worth just pointing out at this stage that the photo illustrating the Alan McMaster's article was in fact a forgery made by Alex, the prankster himself. He uh, grabbed an old photo of his, he applied a sepia filter to the photo and he sort of added this rip at the bottom to make it look more authentic, uploaded that onto Wikipedia, and many, many people thought that was indeed the real Alan McMasters, the, the, the inventor of the toaster. So going back to Adam, he is a 15-year-old student, and he told me that uh, one day at school, one of his teachers decided to mention to his students this very, very weird story about the Alan McMasters article. And she pointed out that the photo used in the Alan McMaster's article was a fake. So as soon as he gets home, he grabs a, a screenshot of the article and he posts it on Reddit with a title, something along the lines of the photo of the inventor of the toaster on Wikipedia is fake. Now, he knew that the, he, he really suspected that the photo was dodgy, but he didn't know that the whole article in itself was dodgy. But on that July <laughs> evening, he really set in motion a chain of events that eventually led to the downfall of Alan McMasters. And uh, I say that because 
just a couple of hours after he posted that on Reddit, and he posted that on a forum dedicated to Wikipedia vandalism, a couple of Wikipedia editors decided to post about his suspicions on a forum called Wikipediocracy, which is a forum that scrutinizes Wikipedia. That in turn alerted other Wikipedia editors. They started an investigation, and within a week, a label with the word hoax had been applied to the article, and Alex, the prankster's account, was blocked. And the article itself was deleted. So anyone who looks for Alan McMaster's right now on Wikipedia will be instead redirected to a page about Wikipedia hoaxes and bad information. So all this started with Adam. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I say he unwittingly, you know, brought this whole thing down. But yeah, he indeed, he's our hero. He's quite, a, quite an impressive young man. And full credit to his teacher as well, who'd obviously spotted the, the photo. Marco, when and how did this story come to you? Well, I have reported on Wikipedia before. My normal beat involves mis- and disinformation. And as part of that work, I, I developed a, a number of very good sources and contacts. One of those contacts pointed me to the conversation happening on Wikipediocracy, so that website scrutinizing Wikipedia. And when I saw the story, I thought, this is an incredible story. So I reached out to <laughs> all the various people involved, from Alex to the real Alan McMasters to Adam, the person who brought this whole thing down and ended up speaking to a number of experts on domestic appliances, museum curators with expertise on toasters to then find out who indeed was the real inventor of the toaster. Because, you know, I wanted to be 100% sure Then, if Alan McMasters wasn't the inventor of the toast, I really needed to know who did it then. <laughs> and who did invent the toaster, Marco? So see, it's important to say that since this story came out, a number of different people have contacted me and presented new, new evidence. Part of the reason why this hoax managed to grow is because there wasn't anyone alive claiming, oh, hold on, it wasn't Alan McMasters, it was me who invented the toaster. So there's no one alive to, to claim that. And number two, the answer isn't immediately obvious, which is part of the reason why bad information then comes in and fills in this vacuum and spreads so, so quickly. But who invented it? The answer came from someone that I met at Ingenium, uh, Canada's Museums of Science and Innovation. And as it turns out, they have two samples of what they claim to be the first toaster ever. So the first commercially available electric toaster was called the D12. It was invented by one Frank Shaler back in 1909. That's the year when he filed a patent for the first commercially available and successful toaster. He filed a patent on behalf of General Electric uh, in the US. And according to a number of different experts and toaster collectors I, I might add, they all agreed that the evidence that we have available at the moment seems to suggest that the D12, this toaster, is the real deal, is the first one. Other people around that time were experimenting with toasters and got pretty close, but there appears to be a, a level of consensus that the D12 is indeed the first commercially available electric toaster. And of course, not Alan McMaster's, more importantly. <laughs> 
And at least at the time that we are speaking, Frank Shaler does not appear to have a Wikipedia page. But uh, we probably shouldn't tell probably shouldn't tell Alex the hoax to that. Uh, it has been a great pleasure speaking with you, Marco Silva. I did want to ask you just finally. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, your journalistic ethics are probably more reliable than Alex the uh, hoaxer. But I did notice that you didn't actually identify either Alex or uh, our student hero, Adam. Did they uh, not wish to be identified with this story? Well, Adam is a 15-year-old student. And as you will know, the internet doesn't forget. Essentially, I wanted to give Adam the option of having a future where his name isn't necessarily always associated to to, <laughs> to this hoax. So, you know, as a 15-year-old, let's give him that clean slate to grow and into into the incredible adult that of course he's going to be as for alex it's an interesting one because alex was happy to have his first name known we know what his face looks like of course because of the photo that he uploaded onto the wikipedia page but for professional reasons he decided not to put his surname out there uh, essentially telling this story could have repercussions for him professionally he wasn't sure that having his full name out there would be would be a good idea from an employment point of view and for other reasons and so it was a conversation between me my editor and our team and we decided that the reason why he wanted to tell this story so that people are aware that they need to be careful when they when they go online that they need to fact check so in order to tell the story, that was a concession that we had to make because, of course, if we fully identified him, he wouldn't be willing to tell the story. So we made that editorial call that we were comfortable with just using his first name and use his story as an example, a very powerful example that people, you have to be careful with what you read online. (laughs) And on that intriguing detail about Alex the Hoaxer, we will have to leave it there. I, for one, choose to believe that Alex is now a senior journalist at the Daily Mirror. (laughs) Marco Silva, you have been fully identified as a senior journalist at the BBC and the man who's done all the serious legwork on the many, many strands of this wonderful Alan McMaster's hoax story. Thank you so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Thank you. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.